It's so good to see you and to be with you. Uh, Verity and I are sharing uh, the kind of theme today of Pentecost. And in your bags, we've got some things that will help us later. Verity, I might need your help in a minute. Are you ready? I maybe know her, but not, not quite yet. But I know how fast you both can run. So um, this week, we've been looking forward to today. I hope you have too, and really glad you've been able to make it. But one of the things we've been doing all week is is kind of looking at the weather forecast, saying, is it going to happen or not? Is it on or off? Thank you, Lord, for the sun, which is breaking through a little bit. But really, most of this week, we've not needed the weather forecast at all, have we? Uh, kind of, I've woken up and I've thought, it's raining today. How did I know? The rain on the windows. And I kind of knew that also I was going to have to kind of stay indoors because it was, well, I could have gone out, but really windy because I get to hear it whistling around the house. And we've not really needed uh, forecasts. But today we've been looking forward on the, uh, on the Internet and kind of thinking, is it going to be OK? Is it going to be OK? Changing hour by hour, a little bit of shower at 11, maybe then not, then maybe, maybe not open air or not. But it is really fantastic to be together. I don't know if you realize in Acts 2, as uh, Philip kindly read it for us, there's a little bit like a forecast in there. Or perhaps not just about the weather, but about the climate. You're scratching your head now thinking there was nothing about rain or showers. But there was a forecast made by Joel. In Bible language, it's called prophecy. That when they spilled out onto the streets of Jerusalem, Peter spoke of Joel, who wrote about 800 years before Jesus was born. And he made a forecast. He made a prophecy and spoke the words of the Lord because he looked ahead and saw the days were coming when things would change. A new climate, a new season would come. And it came on Pentecost. And he said, the day on Pentecost would come when I would pour out my spirit on all people. Every one of them. Not just the special or the chosen or just for an occasional moment. Not just in a blue moon or a freak weather event. Or once in a lifetime memory when we look back and say, those were the days. My spirit will be poured out. His spirit on each and every one. Sons and daughters, so inclusive in the kingdom. On young and old, fantastic. And multi-generational, not just one event, but an ongoing reality. They will see dreams and visions. Young men and and, uh, older people will see visions and dreams of what? Of what the kingdom of God now looks like because the season has changed. What does that mean to see with eyes of faith where there are difficulties, where there are problems, where it is not so? And to have visions and dreams of what now this new climate will be looking like in the name of Jesus Christ. You only have to look back at church history and see the immense ways that the Spirit has been poured out. And God's people have seen where it is not right. The kingdom is yet to come and have been engaged by the power of the Spirit to live and to bring in the kingdom of God. Isn't that great? Fantastic. Men and women, that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be 
saved. Everybody. I don't know if you've ever had those moments where you thought, I wonder who's on the contact list of a mobile phone. Have you ever been with someone who's slightly important? You think, I wonder who's on their phone. Could steal the number and give them a ring. Boris Johnson changed his and I hadn't got his number anyway. There's that sketch that Michael McIntyre has. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it on telly where he, he does that text everyone. And uh, it goes out to uh, some famous person's contact list, and they wait to see who might respond. Well, if you get my phone later, there's not really anyone very exciting on mine. No one with a particular kind of VIP function. But Pentecost says a different order, a different way has begun. Did you hear what the prophet said? Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. It's not like only a precious few have got the contact details to get the hotline to God, but each one of us, everyone, now in this era, this climate, can call on the most important person in the world and be saved to enter in that conversation with the Lord. We were just hearing from someone this morning of listening to God and of, and of being here even today. We live in a new climate. Isn't that great? Foretold by Joel. And on the day of Pentecost, Verity and uh, Noah, I need your help now. I don't know if you saw these amazing things as, um, as you walked in, spinning away. If you just hold them just here for the moment, then I'll ask you to go in the, the wind stream in a moment. Um, aren't they beautiful? <laughs> and what about the windmills? <laughs> I didn't ask you to stay upstage me now. So, <laughs> um, what's a windmill about? I mean, they look pretty now, but if you go over there and the wind's direction is not really helping us, but if you stand in the wind stream, we can see what the point of the windmill is. The windmill was designed to be in the windstream. They kind of look all right when they're just static. But that's what they're meant to do. <laughs> Hold tight, Verity. <laughs> on that day in Jerusalem, on Pentecost, they were gathered in a room and a violent wind. A bit like this. <laughs> and I wonder if a bit like Verity, they went, ooh. Because they might have been bowled over. They were suddenly in the stream of the Spirit. When the strong wind comes along, hats are blown up, off and hair is ruffled. I came back and I saw Phil looking the most disheveled I've seen him all year. Because the wind was blowing. You see those windmills on the hills. They kind of look okay stationary, but as the wind blows, power is formed as they start to spin and electricity is generated. Yeah, they kind of look okay, but they look so much better when they are spinning, when they are moving. That's what they were made to do, to catch the wind, to be filled. That on this day of Pentecost, as Joel foresaw, foresaw and forecast, a new day is coming. The climate of faith will change. The Holy Spirit is poured out, is being poured out on each one of us. And he is the power of God in our lives. To hear him, 
to sense him, to know he is with us at times, yes, but constantly poured out and to see him at work in us as a people. Those believers encountered the the tongue of fire and the, the wind of God and they went out onto the street and they began that message. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord can be saved. And they began to have those visions and dreams straight after. Peter and John saw the beggar at the gate and said, get up, pick up your mat and walk. We don't have any money to do this, but we have the name of Jesus. And you know, cultures and communities and families and our lives are transformed because we live in a new climate. The Spirit is poured out. As we gather, we sense Him amongst us. And we pray, breath of God, breathe in us and your church nationally and globally to let us continue to see visions and dreams of how a world that is broken and lost and seeking truth can discover the risen Jesus, the Savior is all. Let's pray, and the band can come back. Breathe on us, breath of God. Fill us with your spirit. Jesus, we're not just looking back at your day, though we do and marvel and wonder and exclaim, you are good. But your spirit is poured out is being poured out. He is with us now, the very presence and spirit and nature of Jesus. Upon young and old, men and women, we call out on your name. We can do it today. To be saved, to be filled, and to be sent out, renewed. thank you for this fabulous people you've called us to be together with. Fill us, Lord. You're so welcome here, Jesus. You're looking pretty cold over that side and slightly cold over that side. <laughs> so I'm just going to quickly recap the story that um, from Acts and see if you can use what you've made just to help everyone see what happened on that day. So the story happened when people were gathered, followers of Jesus, were gathered just like us today, but inside a, in a big city. So they were surrounded by lots of other people from other nations. Well, actually, before I carry on, if you're a parent with one of the brown bags, can you get the yellow sheet out? Because you might need to help with this. Anyway, so they were gathered all together just like us, and they were praising God just like us, we think. And then they heard that sound of rushing wind that Edward talked about. Has anyone managed to make a flag or a windmill? If you have, can you hold it up or stand up and hold it up? You might need to blow it to get it going. Let's have a look. Well done, you have. Wow, look at that one. Well done, Rebecca. <laughs> yours is going, yours is going. Are yours going? They need a bit of help, some of them. Fabulous. Well done. So, first of all, they heard this sound of rushing wind. And then something that looked like little tongues of fire came on their heads. It wasn't real fire, but it looked like fire. If you've got a fire headband, can you maybe hold it up or show us or stand up? There's quite a few out there. Well done, Hannah. Look at yours and look at your flag. Wow. Let's have a look. There's Rebecca's. And I can see Lilia and Miriam's as well. Well done. And then this is where you need the yellow piece of paper. 
Suddenly, they all started praising God, but in different languages. So if you've got a piece of paper there, adults, you might need to help. <laughs> Could you shout out some of the ways to say praise God to help me out? And a, and a more difficult one than that. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. That was German, <laughs> I think. And what language is that? Thank you. Any others? Come on, Henry. You can read one of those. <laughs> oh, that sounds like Spanish. What was yours, Phil? Portuguese. Any others over there? Ah, was that the Russian? Okay. Have we got any others? And what was that one? Fantastic. Imagine they did that all at the same time really loud. Okay. <laughs> all the people around could hear it in their own languages. And it was amazing. And the people were a bit confused. So um, Jesus' friend Peter stood up and explained that Jesus was alive and that Jesus had come back as, a, as an invisible spirit, the Holy Spirit, to be with us. And it meant that the Christian church had begun. So it was the first beginnings of the Christian church. Hooray! <laughs> right, thank you for joining in, everybody. Could I just ask you to return the things in the brown bag before you go, but you can take everything else home. And we're going to do another action song now. So you can join in with this one. And for the one, the song after that, Noah's going to bring around some little instruments so you can really make a noise if you want to. So hopefully you can... The um, song we're going to sing is Blessed Be the Name of the Lord, but it's not the song that's in your booklet. It's the wrong song. But it's such an easy one. You can just follow me and, and join it.